listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Chris Clark. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, you're just tuning in to the inaugural episode of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. My name is Nick Stevenson, but I am just one of your gracious and humble hosts. Sitting directly across from me is my brother from another mother, my road dog, my partner in crime, Christopher Clark. What it do, baby? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? What's going on? You know. So, I'm going to pull the curtain back on this a little bit. This is not the first time we've tried doing this. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit trickier than we thought, man. Um, especially back in what was it, August, September? You're mm-hmm. like, hey man, you want to start a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, dude, we're starting tomorrow, right? Like, let's get it done. <laughs> um, didn't quite work out that way, but you know what? I've had fun doing this so far. Um, we went a, we went a little ham. It's cool. Uh, but I'm excited to be here finally doing the first episode with absolutely. you, man. Absolutely. Um from the first time we talked about it, I was in my bedroom, like talking to myself, walking around the house, like ready to go. And so uh, it's not quite how we envisioned it. But you know what? Part of our goal was, hey, let's let people watch this from the ground up. Absolutely. So they're going to watch us fumble all over ourselves in this first, <laughs> first episode. And that's and all right. That's all right. Yeah, and it's all good. It's part of it. Yeah, man. So this process has been crazy. You know, we're, we are building a studio, which anybody listening who wants to start a podcast, um, First of all, why not? It's not like anyone else has a podcast. Start one. <laughs> do something Do something new, fresh. Completely untapped Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But you don't have to go that hard in the paint. You don't got to build your studio <laughs> from the ground up. You don't got to buy all the expensive equipment. But we did this because we're overachievers. Let's face it. Let's, that's it. <laughs> that's what we wrong. do. There ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, nah, it's no what we do. No shame in that game. Not at all. And by the time we get this thing right, we hope it's going to be your favorite podcast to listen to. So, um, some of the people that I feel like we should thank at this point, um, first of all, our wives, to anyone who does not know us, uh, Christopher Clark and I are bonded by the fact that we are married to sisters. Um, and so we are brothers in law, but we're friends. Um, being brothers in law didn't guarantee that we would be friends, but we absolutely are friends. And so we have beautiful families. You have your wife, Haley Mm -hmm. and two daughters, Fallon and Zoe cute as buttons. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Fallon. We celebrated her birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm married to Whitney, and we have a blended family of my oldest daughter Madeline, my son Logan, and my daughter Hannah. So we're just a, a crazy bunch, man. We get together <laughs> and get all our crazy bundled up in one room and and let everything fly. I I love our dynamic though, and to think about where we came from when me and Whitney first got together. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Like how tight Absolutely. we are. And so we already talked about when we decided let's do this podcast. Let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about why we're friends, how we came together, get our audience a little familiar with who we are, because half of these people are probably friends and acquaintances of yours. Yes. Maybe three or four of them are mine. <laughs> if you, yeah, Chris, you, you got a lot of friends on, on social media, bro. Like every person that you might know, Chris, this person is mutual friend with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought a couple people to the plate, though. Look, that's who I want to thank next. If you've been following us since September, back when we were promising you this podcast within a month's time, 
Uh, Shout you, out to you. Yes, you hung in Shout there. Shout out to you. <laughs> you hung in there. Uh, I don't want to say we got ahead of ourselves, but, you know, we, we had delusions of grandeur. And not necessarily that it won't end up there, but, um, yeah, we definitely, we were, uh, we wanted, we, we still want big things, but we, we probably went a little hard in the paint. <laughs> so you hung in there. We told you it's almost there. It's almost there. Well, it's finally here. If you were following us on Instagram, Facebook, I have like two people following our Twitter. I don't know how to do Twitter. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> like, I don't either. But we got over 400 followers on Facebook. We're uh-huh. close to 100 on Instagram. People are asking me all the time, hey, man, when are you guys starting? So we have the support we need, and that's Absolutely. awesome. Like, we, we can't thank you guys enough. And while I'm passing out thank yous, um, I got to admit to, to the audience and to you, Chris, I have this tendency, I'll have a great idea. Like, hey, man, I really want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. We had a buddy of ours start one recently, and I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I should be able to do that. But still, I let kind of the negativity of why, man, there's so many reasons this couldn't work. I kind of let that get in the way until Christopher Clark, (laughs) a.k.a. the Hype Gorilla, came in. (laughs) Came in guns a-blazing. Like, let me tell you, okay, anybody who knows Chris Clark knows that the dude is one of the most entrepreneurial spirited people you're ever going to meet. Like plain and simple, he's going to find a way to make that money. Okay. <laughs> so, and he don't matter what it's going to be. And he will always have an idea. And when he gets that idea, it's balls to the wall. And if he falls flat on his face, which we can say a couple of times, maybe you have more than a couple. It's probably been a solid 20 times. <laughs> okay. And complete not like, crash and burn. Right. Not like going bankrupt. Like y'all ain't no, living under a no, bridge. No, 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 like, not I ain't, Yeah. Not at all. We never had to throw you no crumbs or anything. No. But stuff didn't work out the way you thought it was. Of okay. Course. But that never stopped you from the next one. Like, this is it, bro. No. Let me tell you, I'm making soap by hand. Do you know people <laughs> buy the soap for $8 a bar? <laughs> and it only costs what? How much did it cost to make? Not less than a dollar, okay. like ninety cents. So this sounded like a good idea in gr- Chris's garage. When I tell you this shit was full of fucking handmade soap, <laughs> <laughs> and you were, dude, but hey, that was Chris's jam at the moment. And when people wasn't buying soap, he moved on to the next one. Like, but he was always passionate, and that was I kind of on the outside looking in. Man, I was jealous of that. Like, man, I really wish I had something that I could be passionate about like that and not let the negativity get to me. So when you came up to me and said, hey, man, you're still thinking about doing a podcast? I was like, <laughs> this is what I need. I need that Chris energy. I need the hype gorilla. Come on with that Tarzan one more time. He comes in, guns a-blazing, and he's like, yeah, man, we're going to do a podcast. And, you know, yes, once again, we, we went a little hard in the paint. We built a studio in his garage and... With I'm talking like hammer and nail, did all by yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And but it's cool. Like, I needed that from you because once it kind of started coming together, once I saw us put that wall up, yeah, once I saw it painted, it starts getting real. It starts getting real. I'm like, you know what, man, we can do this. Yeah. And I it's something that I've wanted to do, but you gave me that extra push. So you are the person I have to thank because were it not for you, we would not be sitting here doing this right now. Well, I so appreciate that. I appreciate I gotta that. hand you that for sure. Thank you, sir. So so now that we're finally here and doing this thing, let's tell people a little bit, uh, play this game, pretend it's not mom and wives only listening. We hope all 400 and plus uh, of our Facebook followers are listening. We hope everyone's listening. But let's play this little game real quick and tell everybody how we came together. So like I said, we're married to sisters, but that wasn't a guarantee. 
that no. we were going to be friends. No. And you're right. It was pretty obvious to me when I met you guys that we had different backgrounds. What was cool about it is that it didn't matter to y'all. Like y'all didn't yeah, ask me, "Hey man, who'd you vote for?" No. Or nope. you know, "What are you doing for a living?" Like it was it was cool. And yeah. even though we'll get into it later, there was a little bit of controversy about the circumstances of me being with Whitney and mm-hmm. you guys had kind of known my daughter already so there was a lot of questions up in the air but i never maybe y'all talked about that behind my back i don't know but <laughs> to, to y'all's face it was all love and so i i appreciated that about you guys and that's when i was like okay i really want to i want to get close to Whitney's yeah. family we've been dating for a few months and you guys invited us camping and that's i consider that our anniversary bro like that's <laughs> that's when me and you started yeah, of course okay so we go on this camping trip and you know we're we got the we got the campfire going, some some s'mores, a little bit of adult beverages, <laughs> some Indian fire water, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we're 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 throwing back, and uh, it comes to be my turn to put music on the Bluetooth, and I'm like, I think this is my opportunity, but I just got to figure out like what does Chris like? We're gonna because I know the music is a powerful thing. I'm like, if I first of all, he's already lathered up pretty good, you know, <laughs> on this vodka and whatever we were drinking. And I was um, going to tell you right now, the chances of you figuring that out are slim to none. Right. Slim to none. I, yeah. since I was 14, I've stuck to it. I know that you have, yeah, you have a lane. And, and I don't, I have not, to this day, I've not shifted out of that lane. And that, it, fortunately, me being a person who loves all types of music, I was like, all right, let me shuffle the deck real quick. <laughs> and, you know, I had to kind of figure it out. And I, I had to, I had two options. I was like, this dude's either going to be down with some like punk, alternative rock, 90s, early 2000s, or maybe like some Southern rock. We'll see. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with what I know best. Let's pump in a little bit of Green Day. Yeah, a little bit of Blink-182. You know, some Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's it. That's it, man. (laughs) So I crank it, and I'm I'm taking a chance, and... (laughs) I'm telling you, liquored up Chris is like, hell yeah. Oh, oh, I love this guy. I love this guy. I haven't heard this, man. And we bonded over the music. Yeah. And at that uh-huh. point, I'm like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so we're hugging. We're bro hugging. You know, we have no shirts on. It's, no shame. It was Yeah. No shame. It, it wasn't anything, you know, our, our, there was people there to make sure it didn't get too heavy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was when we clicked. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And. That was cool. It was a cool trip, man. We had a good time. You guys kind of got to know me a little bit more. And as time grew on, we just got closer and closer. Um, and we just went through some real life shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. We had to go through the loss of our wife's father. Mm-hmm. That was very difficult. And that's when you start to hit adversity is when you really find out like who's real. Absolutely. And that was some adverse times. We went through some other things in our family mm-hmm. where unfortunately it happens, you know, there's there's sides that have to be taken and yeah. you 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 love everybody but you know the people who stick with you even through the times that there's been hardships mistakes whatever that's the people who are your people and Absolutely. that's what we ended up being and so thank goodness that uh that you stuck around man because you're the one who inspired this whole thing <laughs> I who knew all this time all I needed was Christopher Clark in my life man so <laughs> but so what we said we were going to do, let's do it, man. Let's let's talk about ourselves a little bit. Okay. Some of the questions I'm going to ask you, um, I know, first of all, because this, once again, is not the first time we've tried <laughs> doing this, this particular podcast. Yeah, hey, yeah. But, you know, as in this process of us doing this, man, I've, I've learned some things about you that I didn't know. So, first of all, you grew up, born and raised 
Deer Park, Texas. Yep. All right. right. Shout out Deer Park. Shout out to the Fighting Deer. That's where we broadcast or podcast from. Excuse me. Um, what was it like growing up in Deer Park 10, 15 years ago, 20? Oh, man, we're getting up there. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so let's talk about it as a young kid, man. What, what was it like in Deer Park? Man, coming up in Deer Park, it was very, very different than it is now. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was 11, 12, 13, 14. Right. Dude, we were outside until the sun went down every yeah. single day. Mm-hmm. After school, summertime, there was none of this staying inside. Yeah. Mama probably didn't like video come inside. No, no. Like we got, <laughs> when we got in trouble, our asses got pulled inside. Right. Like, we weren't... It, it, <laughs> It was ridiculous, man. But I, I remember all the time. I mean, dude, when it when it when it rained heavily, we'd go swimming in the ditches. There you go. Like we had no shame in our game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, skating. This is pre internet. This is pre internet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the internet was definitely revolutionizing right. at that point. But but you didn't have the Xboxes. No, in the place. That, like, no, no, not at all. That not, was outside getting. I it remember. In. Slamming hard on PlayStation One, Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah, like, that buddy. Was, that was my jam when it came out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it. We're aging ourselves too. Some people are like Tony Hawk. That? <laughs> yeah, that was the shit back yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I mean, it, it, growing up, man, I could not have asked for a better place to grow up, better friends to grow up with. Yeah. I mean, we had we had a blast. We really did. Um, there, there was a story. My uh, my friend Nick, he lived across the street. Right, mm-hmm. mom goes away. We're in his house chilling. We're probably, I don't know, 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. And it's his older brother, Nick, me, and my little brother, right? Uh And Nick had a bunch of black cats. Mm -hmm. Mama's gone. This sounds mischievous already. Keep in mind, this house is two (laughs) houses down from my mom and pop's house. Oh, okay. (laughs) We go in the backyard. Nick's like, man, I got some black cats. I'm like, what are black cats, yo? Like, what, (laughs) what are you talking about? Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> he brings these black cats in the black cats in the backyard and he had this ginormous German shepherd man beautiful dog well with a ginormous dog comes ginormous dog shits right Ooh, I can see where this is going on bro Nick goes over there and he puts like three black cats into this ginormous pile of dog shit <laughs> He lights the firecrackers. The dog right. shit goes everywhere. The next door neighbor's outside calls the cops. The cops come over. 11-year-old me is shit in my pants like i'm freaking out yeah. right yeah i mean it's it's things like that that i remember and of course the cops didn't do anything yeah. they were just like hey man that's a good example of kids doing dumb shit but yes. not illegal well, i mean maybe i don't know i i get where you're coming from man because we talk to our kids now and the shit the kids are doing right now <laughs> yeah no is way more heavy absolutely than lighting some dog shit on fire yeah, like yeah so i get where you're coming from with that so in Deer Park, like, were there cliques or was everybody just cool with one another? Like, there was cliques, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. As in, I mean, I I think as of now, like some outsider stuff, like you guys walking around having snapping in the street, fighting, like, no, no, no. I mean, it was more of like a, you know, you had your posses, you had your goth, right, 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 you right. had your preppy okay. kids, just you know, average American town, yes, average okay. Joe stuff. I mean, nothing, I got you. nothing substantial. But okay. like I said, I could not have asked for a better town to grow up in and a better time to grow up in, man. So would mama get on your ass about the the black cats and oh, the dog yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got my ass chewed. <laughs> I mean, I, it was, you know, I got the spiel, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I know? can see Mama Clark doing that. So yeah. let's let's talk about Mama and Papa Clark. You have one sibling, mm-hmm. uh, your brother, Jonathan. Yep. yep. Uh, what was life like growing up in, in your household, man? So 
me and my brother right now are as close as we've ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're partners in business. Not only that, but we're best friends. Yeah. Um, growing up, <laughs> it's a did whole you different see that animal. coming? No, not this, dude. This didn't happen until about four years ago. Yeah. We hated each other. I, I mean, you. we hated each other's guts. Mm-hmm. There was not a, a bit of peace and quiet in that Clark household growing up. <laughs> right. And my mother will vouch for that. Like yeah. it was, it was insane. Did Mama have a favorite? Oh, absolutely. Mama had a favorite, bro. Of course. <laughs> I'm just wondering because you guys are beefing all the time. Oh, so dude. Oh, dude. She come in there. Chris. You need <laughs> Chris. Chris. It's Chris. Always Chris. It's That's always one. Chris. <laughs> what Chris so, do? Would your mom admit that she had a favorite? No. If you asked her? No, not at all. Like, would she give it away with, like, the look on her face or anything? Possibly. Or she got poker face? Uh, I would say she'd possibly <laughs> give it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about, pop man, what about your pops? Like, what was... Dude, <laughs> I, so my pops is a whole nother animal. My yeah. pops has given me the drive that I have now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to fail. Right. But you better get your ass back up and keep going. Okay. That, okay. That's where I get my drive from. Okay. It, it, it's okay. If you fall and you bust your face wide open. Already. It's okay. It happens. Get your ass back up and keep going. Hell yeah. So like, we- pops is a... Man, he's a he's a completely different animal. I would come home from school when I was in junior high, and this went on from like fifth grade all the way up to ninth grade. Okay, mm-hmm. that I mean, we live in Texas, dead ass in summertime, so it's ten months out of the year. Right. It's hot. Mm-hmm. This dude is in the garage, running as fast as he can on a treadmill <laughs> with the garage door closed, no shirt on, and those nineteen eighties <laughs> bicycle shorts. Nice, bro. There's sweat everywhere. Like he was so determined. <laughs> to keep his body in shape. It was yeah. just it was unbelievable. Like the the amount of willpower that that man has is right. is incredible. That's crazy, man. So we kind of got to thank Papa Clark for the Smells Like Middle Age <laughs> Spirit podcast cuz he gave Chris the drive, man. That's that's awesome. I I got to tell you your parents now I I've obviously only known them for a few years, but mm-hmm. your parents are dope, man. Your pop, he's he's cool as the other side of the pillow. Like <laughs> yeah. when I see him, I told you this last time. Like I know he was Mister Steal Your Girl back in the day. <laughs> that dude is just yeah. smooth, man. He's yeah. like he's like baby oil on a fat Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> like he comes in, he's got yeah. his whiskey in one hand, he's got a cigar in the other one. He got that little Southern draw, yep. and uh, he's smooth, man. I, Mama Clark, I see you. I see what you saw. <laughs> I know, I know he stole you from somebody, but we, won't, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it. It'll be one of those unspoken things. We yeah. all know. So, yeah, they're dope. So, how are they as grandparents Whew. versus as parents? I'm going to say they are fantastic grandparents, and they were fantastic parents. Mm-hmm. I will definitely give that both of them. I'm going to say they were two completely different animals. <laughs> Uncomparable. Like, <Yeah. laughs> the, the amount of shit that my kids get away with at their house is... Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I heard that speech your pops was giving Maddie at, at the birthday party today. Talking about hustling for $20 for babysitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about, oh, your parents are supposed, they're supposed to take care of you. <laughs> no. They're supposed to give you those things. If you babysit, get money. I'm like, is he trying to be her agent? What is, what is going on? I'm like, pops, you're supposed to be on my side over here. That's funny. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's different. Um I can vouch for that too, man. I told you, like, I, I don't recognize the woman my kids call Mimi. Yeah. I think she's cool as shit. I wish she was my Mimi. But, uh, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I think it comes with the territory. Of course. First of all, when you're older, you're just way more chill. Mm-hmm. Like, shit don't get to you like it used to. Yeah. And we'll probably be the same way. I think we're going to get a kick 
out of watching our kids struggle. <laughs> you know, oh, Fallon, oh, Fallon, your kid don't want to eat her bread ends, huh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, uh, no, you got, they want, they want a peanut butter and jelly, no crust. Okay. I'm going to give them all the no crust they want. Story of my life, man. Story of my life. So, that's cool, though, man. Um, so, you go from growing up in that household, like, Let's talk about where your parents like heavy discipline because you, you're a great dude, man. You and your brother are both great dudes. So when I met you, I assumed your parents were just beating your ass every day, like <laughs> so whipping you into shape. <laughs> no, but you've told me a different story, man. I find it interesting. So that 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 is far, far from the truth. My parents had a very different idea of parenting. Right. Um, they. Any kind of crazy shit that went on, mm-hmm. if we wanted to, you know, drink or whatever right they were okay with it as long as we were at their house right under their roof that's crazy. so they could see what was going on that's crazy and man. they could have they, they didn't have you know total control over it but they right. wanted to know that we were home we were safe nothing bad was going to happen to us yeah that's what they wanted to know and growing up my mom always told me like i don't care what you do i don't care how much trouble you get in right the one person that you have to be 100% honest with is me because I'm the only person in your corner. Right. Like, straight up, you have to be honest with me. And I always respected that. And no matter what kind of crazy shit I got myself into. That's the I truth. always, always came back and told her, no matter how fucked up it was. Yeah. No matter how, you know, what kind of crazy shit I got myself into, I came clean. And I told her what happened. And every single time, she went to bat for me. That's every dope. time. That's dope. Um, so, growing up, for me was completely different and that's why i i'm I'm not sitting here advocating for you to beat the hell out of your kids but of course (laughs) growing up i was let's say uh corporal punishment was Mm -hmm. a thing in my house and because i felt like it worked for me i mean i I wouldn't i wasn't abused but i got spanked yeah yeah, yeah. i had a healthy fear (laughs) of my mother yeah and it wasn't just, oh, I don't want to disappoint my mom. It was like, I don't want to get my ass whooped. Like, I'd be scared. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that kind of shaped me to be a person who thought about consequences. Absolutely. And I guess that's what the point of spanking is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just stuck with me. And it worked for me. So I was like, okay. when I, But I meet you and you tell me, man, I grew up completely different. Yeah. Like, it, you was run amok. In yeah. the eight. So I... But there's no book to this shit, man. There really is. There's isn't. no book on what's right or wrong. Yeah. And, and once you get to a fork on the road, no one's gonna sit there and tell you what road to take or yeah. what, you know what which which path to go. There, it's it. it it's, I, it's whatever's gonna work for you. I gotta say, man, the path your parents took that was a risky. Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> that was risky. It was. Absolutely. And the fact that they, I mean, they're they're batting a hundred right now, bro. You <laughs> and your brother are both excellent dudes, man. Like that I was appreciate that. That was risky, and I. Are you going to do the same with your girls? Uh, I can sit here and talk it up all day, bro. I can't. But I, I don't have an honest answer for that. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I haven't got to the teenage years. I am. I mean, it, it's These kids up. these days are a different ballgame, yes, bro. Yes, they are. Well, I mean, we, we live in a completely different time they, now. They are a different ballgame. Yep. Like, you may be, like, finding some cigarettes to smoke. Like, these dudes are popping mollies. Like, yes. Yeah. Crazy. Like, yes, it's, whoa, how are you going to be? You're not even in junior high. You're talking about. how do you even know what that is? Like, <laughs> Thank you. It blows my mind, man. Yeah. It is, it's a it's completely crazy. different ball game. Like, I'm pretty sure if back in the day, your mom wouldn't be letting you doing blow at the house or no, something like that. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Nothing crazy yeah, like that. Nothing so, crazy. I mean, I don't know, dude. 
it's for me, I grew up with a lot. I, I don't feel like I would raise a household as strict as my house was, uh-huh. but I grew up where like, okay, there's rules, there's boundaries and you stick to them. And I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure me, me growing up. So <laughs> I grew up in Texas city, Lamarck. That's where the majority of my family is from. Mm-hmm. When I say that, People are always like, oh, <laughs> now I get it. Because if you know anything about Texas City yeah. Lamarck, it is the white people who think they are black, <laughs> capital of the United States of America. There's some down-ass white people in Texas City and Lamarck. Um, but I happen to be the white boy who doesn't think he's black. I happen to be the white boy who is black. I am the <laughs> proud product of a biracial relationship, um, which people never believe when they see me because I didn't. I didn't believe until I saw your mother. Do, people, <laughs> people, when I would go, your mom is not black. Your mom is not black, and I'm like, dude, am I gonna have to carry a picture of like me coming out of her? That would probably get me suspended. But if that's what I gotta do, like, yeah. And then my mama would show up to school. That's not your mama. You know. Like, you know what? You're right. She's not. You caught me. I hired this black woman to come pick me up and take me home. Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, so. I grew up in a small town similar, but uh, I don't know. Deer Park's nice, man. I live in Deer Park now. Deer Park's like the white people who've never seen a black person, capital of the United States of America. And that's not, I'm not saying that that's what makes it nice, but it's just a different dynamic, man. And um, it took some getting used to, but I I like Deer Park. It's a good place to raise your family. Absolutely. Um, being somebody who moved around as much as I did, I never really got to call one particular place home. Yeah. Um, when I was in the fifth grade, we moved up to Cypress. Shout mm-hmm. out, Cy Falls. Uh, moved to the Bear Creek area. Uh, Watkins Junior High. Holler at them Bulldogs. Man, I'm going to have a lot of mascots if I go through every school I went to, though, man. In junior high, I went to three schools. So, But we moved around a lot, yeah. and I never had that dynamic of settling down in one community and becoming a part of it man yeah. like i was always bouncing around when i was in high school we moved to california yeah that's the longest i've lived anywhere i lived in california for eight years mm-hmm. and when i tell people that they're also like oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now i get it i'm yeah. just yeah people have a hard time getting me like there's people who talk man what's up with your accent i, I have an accent <laughs> I, I don't know yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i guess i'm just this gumbo pot of culture i've been i've been everywhere <laughs> But um, so not having that as a as a kid and growing up, like mm-hmm. to be here in Deer Park and meet people who've been here yeah. their entire lives yeah. and like walking down the street and hey, I went to high school. Like, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, what is that like? Because me, I wouldn't want to run into anybody that I went to high school with, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the small town camaraderie is 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 awesome, man. Right. It, it really is. I, I love it. I had a chance to move out of here. In 2013, to take a job in Corpus, and and mm-hmm. man, we had paperwork signed. We were done. We were ready to go. And I'm then seeing. I walked in, and Haley's crying. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't leave. Yeah. I was like, well, it's not going to work if you don't want to go. Right. Like, I'm not going to make you go anywhere. I'm not going to drag you out of here. Yeah. And we, you know, here we are. We stayed. Um. That's. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, it's. It's different, man. Yeah. It's. I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, I've i been in awkward situations where I've seen somebody that I knew from the past and didn't want to be seeing them. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't imagine that possibly happening every day. Yeah. So. I mean, some some people hate it. 
Right. So I see people all the time. Like, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to leave. I'm tired of seeing everybody I know. And they yeah. do. They get out and they skate. But you know what? My mom was like that. She didn't want to leave Texas City of the Mark yeah. until she got out. And then she realized, hey, the there's world a whole is bigger. World there's a there. whole other world out there. Of course. So I think it's, hey, look, it's good to travel. But if, if and get out, see the world. Yeah, absolutely. Go see everything. But if Deer Park is home and, you know, I promised my kids because I didn't want them moving around a lot like I was. I absolutely. said, you know what? Deer Park is going to be our home. Yep. Yep. It's been a great place, man. I, I have no complaints. Um, I'm going to hopefully watch my kids graduate at yep. Deer Park High School. And it's it's a good place to be, man. And we, yeah. we got, we've had a lot of support. Most of the support we've had for this podcast is from people here locally. Absolutely. Man. And they're excited about it. And I hope that we do them proud. I hope that we do them proud. So we decided after all of this, we do have a lot of things in common. Us being family men, mm-hmm. us caring about our families. Yep. Um, I'm trying to get your level of work ethic and your level of <laughs> excitement and drive. Like, I'm trying to get there, buddy. <laughs> You're pulling me along. And <laughs> I hope to bring that to this podcast to help uh, help it be successful. Um, but there's a lot of stuff about you and I that's different. Absolutely. We, there's a lot of things. Absolutely. That we grew up in different ways, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a heavily religious family that believed in political neutrality. Like you just don't get involved in that. I didn't salute the flag. I did. I didn't. And then when it came to holidays, I wasn't involved in that. Like that was my upbringing, and I feel like I, in a lot of ways, was in this bubble where like I really wasn't aware of what was going on in the rest yeah. of the world. And I know you grew up. I mean, you're from Texas, baby. Deer Park, Southern. That's it. That's right? it, man. You're, you're, we, you're red as a baby's ass after his doctor gets... We, we grew up in a bright red household. Like, <laughs> yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is the way it's done. This is the way it's always been done. This is the way it's going to continue. Absolutely. And so, knowing that, me coming from my background where I, as an adult, I don't consider myself a political person. I don't, I'm, I don't consider myself Democrat, Republican. Yeah. I'm an American who loves this country Absolutely. and anybody else who loves this country. I'm down with you. Absolutely. I don't, I don't really care about any of that other stuff. Um, but I, you know, me feeling like I'm, it's not really a neutrality. I just feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. So there might be some things that I believe or feel that some would say is left leaning. Some would say is right, whatever. Of course. Um, but that, when I met you, that didn't matter. No, 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 no. And it didn't matter to me that you, I mean, dude, when I met you, you had a Trump sign in your front yard. Like, you was gung-ho, baby. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you go back to my Facebook page 2016, when this yeah. whole thing was going on, yeah. dude, there were some. There would be some people who would just immediately, gone, they're done, they delete me. Like, yeah. it's, it was, Yeah. I don't want to say I was posting offensive stuff, but good Lord, man, like, I can sit you, here and say there was, was way too much of it. <laughs> it was way over the yeah. top. Like, yeah. I see that, I understand that. And then when you step, when you, when you take yourself back, you step out of it, and you're like, "Good God!" Like, yeah, it's too much. It's, it's real way easy. Too much. It's real easy to get caught up in that. And I think there's some of the people in power that's kind of what they want because they depend on people who you are, are absolutely right. They depend on the extremes, yes, to to get them to where they need to be. And there's so many people in the middle who are like, "Hey, what about us?" You absolutely. Know? And for me, I don't. What I love, like I said, I mentioned this before. You guys didn't ask me who I voted for or what religion no, I was, no, any no, of that. It was, no. yo, you love these kids. You love Whitney. You're in like Flynn, man. And Absolutely. That's that's how I feel it should be. Because I want, if anything comes out of this podcast, I want people to know that my background and your background is not the same. Absolutely. We don't agree on every single no, thing. You're right. 
But the one thing we do agree on is that we're both human beings and we respect one another. And we can sit down and have a conversation. And not get belligerent. Not Absolutely. get crazy. Not get crazy. I've and never walk po- away still being friends. Right. Absolutely. I've never called you an idiot. No. You've never called me an no. idiot. I've never left and told Whitney, Chris is an idiot. Like, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Yeah. Sometimes, what I, I love the conversations that we have where we may be on two opposite sides of a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that conversation, we both kind of come a little bit closer. Absolutely. We didn't give up our stance on whatever we were talking about. Yeah. But maybe we understood something a little bit more than we did the first time. Absolutely. And that's, if anything comes from this podcast, if only five people listen to it. I want them to know that we're trying to advocate for people who don't agree with one another, that it's okay. You can still be friends. You can be more than friends. You're my family. I love you. And there's nothing, the things that we've been through that are important are far outweigh ignorant stuff like, you know, politics, like I don't care about any of that. Like, and that's what has been the greatest thing for me about our friendship. And so you and I got together when we said, Hey, let's start a podcast. I'm like, dude, that's going to be a great idea. Absolutely. Because I know you have different takes on certain Absolutely. things. I have different takes on certain things. We can talk about it and we can have a debate. It's fine. We can be in a disagreement, like, but we're going to do it respectfully. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I hope we can be a shining example to people. Okay. When you don't agree with somebody, that's how you're supposed to talk to them. Yeah. That's how that conversation is supposed to go. And see, one thing that Haley's taught me is you don't listen to respond. Mm-hmm. You listen to understand. And if Absolutely. you can grasp that concept, man, your mindset will change substantially. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's it's truly, and that's that's what happened to me after the whole 2016 craziness. Right, right. 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 I started step back and I started looking like. I remember, baby, Chris's uh, hair was on fire. Oh, buddy. His hair I mean, was on dude, fire. I'm, I'm up at midnight <laughs> hollering, running around my house like, oh, like it was, hey, it was, was crazy. Internet trolling the whole nine, baby. Dude, it was, <laughs> I, I, can, I mean, I can sit here now and tell you. That was insane. Right. Like, that's crazy. People shouldn't act like that. Right. If people would sit down without screaming and yelling and cussing and hollering and just mm-hmm. sit down and have a normal conversation, they might figure out that they agree on 90% of this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to disagree on the 10%. That's right. okay. Absolutely. I like, mean, you it, don't have to get that 10% from them. Absolutely like, not. You can see somebody post something on Facebook or and you can just keep scrolling. Absolutely. You don't gotta, <laughs> not react to it. <laughs> you, you don't have you to don't say You don't have to anything. get involved. Yeah. Nothing. Leave just it keep alone. Scrolling. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep on going. So we decided, let's let our podcast be an example. And yeah, first of all, nobody wants to listen to people who agree on everything. Like no. That would be a really boring podcast. <laughs> so we're going to have some discussions that we're on opposite ends of. But I know for a fact, first of all, not one discussion we've ever had has ever gotten heated. No. Uh, we both get loud and excited, but it's never been heated. But yeah. we're going to have an opportunity to show people what those conversations should look like. I'm excited about it. And I can't wait, man, to to keep to keep the content coming. How many times have you been asked? Why? Why smells like middle aged spirit, man? It's probably been a solid 50 or 60 times. Yeah. I mean, I've been asked a lot. It's what's the number one response? But who's middle aged? <laughs> You're not middle aged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I technically I consider myself to be middle aged at this point. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm rolling up on thirty years old. Right. And some people might say, "Oh, you're still young." Blah blah blah. And I yeah, I, I get that. I, understand I don't know a that. lot of people living to, you know. I mean, I say that I have grandparents that are in their nineties now, but I yeah, got look. Yeah. It's it's a play on words. I'll tell you what it means to me. Smells like middle aged spirit is obviously a nod 
to the Nirvana song, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I got a newsflash. If you were jamming that song, you're, you're not so young anymore. <laughs> you're getting close to middle age. So it's a pop culture reference that... I say it's a pop culture reference. My kids were like, what does that mean? <laughs> they had no clue. Yeah. Uh, it's a pop culture reference that it's still cool enough where people understand it. Mm -hmm. But smells like middle-aged spirit means to me, like, look, we're going to give you our takes from the perspective of a guy who is not young anymore, but he's not old. Like, I'm still cool enough to know what Nirvana course, is, right? Course, is Nirvana yeah. Nirvana is still cool, Absolutely. right? Okay. Absolutely. I, look, they still get jammed on the buzz. So, you know. I, yeah, maybe <laughs> okay maybe the buzz is not the greatest uh what's the new what's temperature the new, uh classic rock station are they playing oh they're playing nirvana on classic rock Dude, they're, they? they're playing chili peppers oh and i was like my heart okay. broke a little bit don't like, tell me we're not middle-aged when the shit we were jamming <laughs> back in the day is on the classic rock station that is insane yeah uh okay so i mean that's what it means to me i have i mean is that pretty much that pretty much sums, sums it up, up man. what it means to you. I mean, that's that's I mean, where the, we're coming from. The 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 transition from your teenage years and you know up and all through your twenties and up to your thirties. Yeah. I mean, that's... like we're not quite in the you know back in my day, <laughs> kids had respect. Like it's not quite there, but you know, I I don't know, dude. I turn on the radio right now. I have to turn it off. Like I cannot jam what kids no, are listening no, no, to. No, I can't do it either. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't get, get down. Like even like we grew up. In the age of video games, right? You mentioned Tony Hawk earlier. Yeah. And like, I try to get my kids to play even the video games we played back in the day. And they're like, that's stupid. <laughs> I want to play Fortnite. Yeah. And yeah. I'm watching Fortnite and it is just like, what is this crap? What are you crap? doing? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> what is this crap? Like, so. You got to pay 50 bucks to get guns? <laughs> like, hold up, man. You right, had to be badass right. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you need to shit. get you an N64 and play you some GoldenEye. Bad fur day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, we're 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 getting up there, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe not by the definition, and I, I guarantee you, everybody who said to us, "You're not middle aged," they just are mad because it makes them feel old. <laughs> because we're either younger or the same age as them. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, but you're not even middle aged." Yeah. So, I don't know. I I think it's a dope title. I. <laughs> I think about our text thread when we were trying to come up with the title and all the shit we were texting back yeah, and forth yeah. of like, what in. That was when I when I texted smells like middle aged spirit, Chris. You're like, that's it. That's, that's it, the one. Dude. That's it. Boom. <laughs> that's the one. And I was like, man, I hope nobody took it. And lo and behold, here we are today, episode one. We've been talking for thirty eight minutes, fifty eight seconds. I'm not gonna sit here and read the clock, man. Um, this went well. This I went. Way better than our practice. In any of the rehearsals. <laughs> yes. I love it, man. I, because I love you know it. what we did? We just relaxed a little bit yep. and we let yep. it fly. And small we just little, had small little prep talk. Turn yeah. the mics on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. This is it. We did what we do yep. on a Saturday night anyway, man. Yep. Like sit on the back porch yep. and uh minus minus a little bit of liqueur, you know. <laughs> we want you guys to be able to understand what we're saying. But dude, this is cool. <laughs> this is fun. Um there's a lot of topics that we just talked about, man. We could do entire podcasts on. Yeah, but absolutely. I think our main goal was, hey, let's let people get to know who we absolutely. are. Absolutely. Let's let them know what we're about. And yeah. I hope when they listen to this, they'll say, you know what? Those are super likable guys. I think I'll listen to them again. That's what we hope. Um, once again, if you've been listening to us, um, I'm sorry, following us, excuse me, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, 
We appreciate your support. We hope you're listening now. Go and share it. Tell all of your friends. Smells like middle-aged spirit. These guys are good dudes. We're quality individuals. And we just want you guys to be a part of this thing from the ground up. Like we've said before, this is our first episode. We probably fumbled over ourselves a couple times. <laughs> That's you probably okay. heard some noise in the background. Our kids might be flushing toilets. Who knows? You're going to get to hear the growing pains. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the this growing is about. Pains. And Studio A is still in, under construction. We have not given up on that project. Um, I'm hoping in the next few weeks, month or so, I'm, I shouldn't make the mistake of putting a deadline because we tried that once before. Let's not put a deadline. Let's not put a <laughs> yeah, deadline. Let's it's not do coming that. soon. It's coming soon. We'll be in the studio. and uh, Just know we are continuously working on yes, it. Yes, we are working on this. We eventually want to have video up, and we're going to have a good time. Chris, is there anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? I think 40 minutes and 51 seconds is a good start. Hopefully, they'll stick around for the whole thing. I dig it, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody listening, everybody following, everybody liking and sharing our stuff. Like The monsters that social media are your your support is greatly appreciated it absolutely. truly is absolutely um and you guys are going to be what drives this thing so keep sharing keep telling everybody about it i think it went good my friend i love it what do you say we call it a wrap that's it all right i'm nick stevenson that's chris clark you're listening to the smells like middle-aged spirit podcast we will see you next time been listening to the smells like middle-aged spirit podcast with nick and chris for more show content follow us on facebook instagram and twitter